Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode nine of Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. Um, I'm very excited about this episode. Uh, It's a topic that most people don't get excited about, but it's actually the thing that helped me the most when it came to figuring out exactly who I was, who I wanted to be, and that is setting healthy boundaries. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what a boundary is and how to know when to set one. Um, And I'm just really, really excited to dive into this. This is actually part one of a two-part episode series about boundaries. I did this because they are so incredibly important. And a lot of the things that I know now about boundaries, I never knew before, So I'm really excited to share them with you, the things that I've learned through research, through my own experiences, through coming out on the other side of setting these boundaries and seeing what things look like. So I'm really excited to share it with you. Thank you again for joining me this week and let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. All right, as we dive back in... We are talking about setting healthy boundaries. And this is, again, part one of a two-part series for setting boundaries. This one is when to set healthy boundaries, how to know who to set these boundaries with, what relationships or spaces in your life need boundaries. And then next week, I'm going to give you a go-to like step-by-step guide on how to actually set a boundary, like figure out how, what kind of boundaries you need, and then how to have the conversation with that person or space that you need to set that boundary in. So super excited. So we're just going to start right now. What is a boundary? And so when I was doing the research for this episode, um, most people see boundaries. I mean, there's boundaries in everything. There's boundaries. There's physical boundaries. When you're driving on the road, you stay in your lane. When you By land, there's a boundary line of which property is yours. There are boundaries in every single thing we do. There's boundaries when you go to Disneyland. It's like you have to be this tall to ride this ride. There's boundaries when you go to a restaurant is, hey, you don't go in the kitchen because you don't work here. There's boundaries everywhere. But what we're specifically talking about is personal boundaries in regards to relationships and your emotional and mental health. And they can also be affect your other types of health, like your physical health and your uh, relational health. That's a big one. So boundaries for me in doing research for this episode, I found this really amazing book that I'm a little obsessed with right now. And it's called Making Space, How to Live Happier by Setting Boundaries That Work for You. It was written by Jane Hardy. I just, it's such a great read. The way she writes is so approachable, but I really loved the definition that she put out here, or it's not really the definition, but this paragraph that she wrote describing boundaries. So I'm going to read that for you now. It starts with healthy boundaries are clear, not too constricting or overpowering of others designed by us 
adaptable to differing situations and people as we see fit, not damaging to us or to anyone else. They force us to consider our limits and to respect the limits of others, as well as ensure that we take responsibility for our happiness and allow others to do the same. They communicate when we've had enough or have given all that we are prepared to give. So that's that's just one of the many, many nuggets of beautiful truth in this book, and I highly recommend you find it. I will definitely link to it in the show notes. Uh, keep in mind when I link to books in the show notes, I always recommend you try and order from a locally owned bookstore, if at all possible. If not, I will always link to Barnes & Noble, but um, I definitely encourage you to support your locally owned bookstores, if at all possible. But moving on with this, um, I really like the way that she talks in her book. Her book also has spaces that you can write in it to do your own kind of boundary work, which I love. Um, I'm a big, avid writer in my books. When I read, they're written up. There's notes everywhere. It's just the way I exist. Um, But what I want to talk about today is why it's so important to develop your own set of boundaries. And oftentimes... um, I know a lot of people in our age range, I'm in my mid thirties, weren't always taught to set boundaries. It's, it's almost like it's a new conversation, which is baffling to me. But in so many instances, we really haven't been taught, you know, it's little things that you don't think are a big deal. One of the things that I've, you know, implemented with my kids is I don't force them to hug people. That's a boundary for them. If they're not comfortable opening someone else into their personal space, I don't force them. We as kids, we're like, hug your grandma. Hug that person that makes you uncomfortable. It's rude. You're being rude. You're not being polite. That's a boundary. That's a boundary that our kids should be setting and us as parents should be protecting them from and teaching them that it's okay to set a personal boundary. That's your space. Um, So things like that. But lack of personal boundaries means that others have the freedom to create your space for their benefit. So what I mean by that is that, you know, we all have these roles that we play in our life. When you meet someone new, you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? How are you married? Everything is like, all right, let's go down the list. What's your occupation, relationship status, kids, no kids, dog, you know, tell me the things about you. And we think that those are the things that define us. But they're not. Those are the roles that we live in in our life in relation to other people. But when we talk about our own personal space, if we don't set boundaries around our who we are as people and what we're willing to do for others instead of for ourselves, if we don't have a boundary around that, then we're just free game. It's like that mom that does everything for, I'm, if anybody has ever watched Bad Moms, it's Kristen Bell and Bad Moms. She says yes to everything. She didn't have any boundaries said yes to every single person that asked her a question. And then at the end of the day, she completely lost herself. And that's what a lack of personal boundaries will do to you, not for you, to you. And one of the things that she mentions in this book, Jane Hardy mentions in this book is every time you say yes to someone else, it's a no to yourself. And that doesn't mean that's a bad thing. Let me be very clear. Saying yes to other people and no to yourself is not necessarily a bad thing. It's only a bad thing if you don't have any boundaries around the limits of those things. And all of a sudden you get to the end of the day and you have said yes, yes, yes. And everybody else is happy and you are miserable or you are too tired to enjoy the life that you've created by saying yes to everyone else. That's where a boundary needs to be set. 
it's easier when we don't have boundaries to lose ourselves in who we are, quote unquote, supposed to be, which is where this podcast started. It's easier to lose ourselves in someone else's idea of our life or someone else's expectation of our existence or what we were supposed to be when we don't have boundaries, because there's no way to say, no, I'm sorry, that crosses my boundary. Therefore, I can't do it because we haven't set any boundaries. So that's just even just the tip of the iceberg on why boundaries are so important. But I also want to talk about who we can set boundaries with. Let me be very, very clear. You can set boundaries with every single person in your life. Yes, your children. Yes, your mother. Yes, your mother-in-law. Yes, your husband, wife, partner, whoever it is, your boss, the lady at yoga that makes you feel bad. I don't care who it is. You can set boundaries with anyone. And that is for you to decide. Most importantly, you can set boundaries with yourself. And that one took me a long time to figure out. I was so focused on when I first started setting boundaries. Uh, I don't know. It was like a couple of years ago. I started even like realizing I was allowed to. And when you first start setting those boundaries, it starts with work. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't work 14 hours a day anymore. This may come as a shock to most people because that's what I did. I don't do that anymore. And all of a sudden, I got a little more sleep and I felt a little more rested. And I showed up a little bit better at work when I was there because my boundaries were set to protect my well-being. But you can set boundaries with anybody, even a stranger. If someone is is in public speaking to you poorly, you're allowed to say, I'm not interested in being spoken to that way. That crosses a boundary for me. Don't apologize for it. You can just state a fact. I have a boundary. I'm not interested in being spoken to that way or being treated that way. Or you're in my personal space. I've said that a lot. I like to use the analogy of my bubble where someone gets too close, whether pre-COVID you were in a bar or a restaurant and people, you know, they have one too many glasses of wine and forget that people have personal space and they get too close. And I I look at people, I'm like, you're in my bubble and and you need to step out of my bubble because that's that's my bubble and you weren't invited in. So little things like that. But you can set boundaries with anyone and most importantly with yourself. Um, That's not I don't think it's more important, but it's just as important as setting boundaries with other people because setting boundaries with ourselves helps us work on low self-esteem. It helps us not get lost in social media if we set a boundary with ourselves that I don't use my phone after 9 p.m. or I don't even bring my phone to dinner because I want to be present with the people I'm with and if it's there, I won't do that. And setting boundaries with yourself is about being honest with yourself. Hey, man, I struggle with being on my phone too much. Therefore, I don't bring my phone to the dinner table because I want to have that time to converse with my family or things like that. And we will go into more details about that in part two of this podcast episode. But I want to go into three signs that it's time to set boundaries. And there's, to be clear, there's a lot of signs for when it's time to set a boundary. I'm just going to give you three that should kind of put a red flag up in your mind saying, hmm, I might need to evaluate something right now. And and one is to check in with yourself. And this is a conscious thing that you do. This isn't a, oh, something pops up. I, I mean, I encourage you to have a, a 10 minute exercise that you do by yourself and sit down and I want you to make a list of just like your core values. 
So when, you know, whenever we were younger and everyone made a list of, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be with someone that um, is funny and it makes me laugh and they have a good work ethic or they want to be a family person, whatever, you know, you make that list. Make that list for yourself. What are your core values? So some of my core values are honesty. Um, in a partner, my core values are laughter. Um, my other core values are family. My family comes first. Um, constantly educating myself. That's a core value for myself. Um, and taking care of myself has become a core value as I've gotten older so I make that list of my core values and you can make them with everything, with family, with business, with health, whatever it is. I mean, if you're like my core values for work are, you know, for me, I wanted to work for myself. I've achieved that. That's great. But I also have to set boundaries with that because if I just let it go and run wild, I'll work all day long and not do anything else. So make a list of of your core values, and then make a list of the relationships in your life that relate to those core values, whether it's your partner, your children, your parents, siblings, your coworkers, your boss, um, people, whether you're, you know, into fitness, if it's your trainer, if it's your friends, or whatever it may be. And then compare the two. Evaluate those people against your list of your core values. And if Somewhere along the line, you know, you go down, okay, my partner, okay, my partner, I'm, I'm with them because they do check off these core values. Yes, we struggle in some ways, like maybe I struggle with the core value of family time, because maybe I dedicate a little more family time, my partner doesn't, and that stru- stresses me out. Maybe we can observe having a boundary there for them or for you or whatever it is. Um, and so go down that list and evaluate the people on that list with the core values on that list and where things don't line up or where things are maybe lacking, that might be a place to approach having a boundary, whether it's around time, whether it's around access, communication, things like that. And we'll go dive into that a little bit more next week. And then number two is a kind of a red flag that you need to set a boundary is if you leave an interaction with this person, a person consistently feeling bad. If you have that like gut feeling of like, ugh, I'm exhausted after I hang out with them or when you make plans with them because, you know, they're in your life and and that's what you do. You're just dreading it or you're trying to find excuses to not go. And it's oftentimes when we leave these interactions feeling badly, you can look back and probably pinpoint it if you want. Are they are they playing on your insecurities? Is it someone that makes little snide comments about you know, you going to the gym or do they guilt you into doing things that you don't want to do anymore? Oftentimes that happens a lot when as we get older, you know, people get out of that like young early 20s phase and they get into the next step of our life phase, the I'm going for the career phase or whatever it may be. And there's often a disconnect within friend groups when you take the next step and maybe a friend hasn't. Things like that. But If you are constantly leaving an interaction with someone feeling badly, that's a red flag. That's a place to evaluate. That's a a situation where you should maybe step back, do an exercise, line up your core values with that person and see how you feel about the results. And lastly is if you are consistently too tired or drained at the end of the day, but everyone else is okay, you need a boundary. 
You need a boundary, whether it's around your personal time, whether it's around, you know, the balance of work that's going on, whether it's in the relationship of one person's trying harder than another, if if it's in the household duties, if it's never getting a day off from your kids, whatever it is, if you are constantly too tired and drained and everyone else around you is taken care of and happy, you need boundaries. And that doesn't mean that you don't like your family or you don't like your friends or you don't like your job. It just means that maybe it's not serving you in the best way that it could because you don't have any boundaries set. So again, we're going to dive into the details of how to do those things next week. But I want you to know that you deserve to set these boundaries. If you are a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, a stay-at-home parent, you deserve to set boundaries around your availability to your children. So many people grow up being 100% constantly available for their kids and lose themselves in the end. So by the time when, you know, this idea of empty nesting is that when your kids leave, you're left empty. That should never be the case. You should not be empty in the absence of them. You should be who you are, both with them and without them. But when you lose that doing everything for everybody else, you need to set a boundary. And whether that means you get 10 minutes every morning to drink your coffee, that's a boundary. Whether that means your partner puts them to bed three nights a week so you can take a bubble bath or go on a walk or go to the gym or go have a glass of wine with a friend, that's a boundary. That is a boundary saying, I need some personal space to fill myself up in one way or another. That's a boundary and that's okay. And one of the other things I want to touch on is that as we do this work for anybody who's doing it a little bit later in life, or maybe wasn't taught as a child to set boundaries, there comes the time when you realize that there's a boundary that should have been set a long time ago in a relationship. Boundaries that should have been set one year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, two decades ago. That will most likely come up when you start to do your own personal work in this space. And it's a... It's a little bit scary. One, having that realization can be scary. One, sitting there going, oh, man, I can't believe that when I made my list of my core values and the people in my life, the one person that is constantly in my life is the person that I need to set a boundary with. It is okay to do that now. It does not matter how long you have had a relationship or a connection with this person. You can set boundaries can and should set boundaries at any time. Two days into meeting someone, two hours into meeting someone, two decades into meeting someone, I don't care. If a boundary needs to be set for your personal, mental, and emotional health and happiness, then do it. There is no statute of limitations on setting boundaries. So I encourage you to evaluate that relationship and say, where does it need a boundary? whether it's with your time, whether it's with the way that you're willing to be spoken to, whether it's with maybe you have offered your help in so many ways and you realize that those are no longer 
good for you and you can't do it anymore, it's okay to say that. It's okay to be honest and say, I'm really sorry I overextended myself with this commitment. I'd be happy to help in ways A, B, and C, but I can no longer do this and this. You know, it's okay. Have an assertive conversation with this person in your life when a boundary needs to be set. I'm telling you right now, please do it. Because the amount of mental freedom and sanity that you gain when you are no longer overexerting yourself is mind boggling. Like I can't even express to you. I've, I've literally cried tears of joy in, you know, weeks later after setting a boundary going, oh my gosh, I slept or I was not upset this week or my stress level is so far down below what it was. It's mind boggling what can happen when you set the proper boundaries. And I do want to be clear, obviously, there are a lot of different reactions to when you set a boundary. Some some people are, are totally fine with it. Some people love that you're being clear and assertive in what in what you can do. It's great. Um, others, not so much. And one of the things I always, always say is that the people that are angry about you setting boundaries are usually the ones benefiting from the lack of them. So if you set a boundary with someone and they are pissed or upset or trying to tell you that you're wrong and that this is not the way to do things and that they're offended, chances are they know damn well that they've been getting much more out of the deal and that you have been existing in this relationship to serve them more than they serve you. And they're upset that they're losing this free access they have to you to make them happy and to fill all the things that they need. And it can be really, really hard to go through that. It can be really, really hard. People get angry. They get upset. They get, they use guilt a lot of times to, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Um, you know, you promised this or they use their closest. A lot of times when you set boundaries with family, it's, uh, you know, I'm your sister. How dare you? I'm your mother. I should, I, how dare you set this boundary with me? I don't care what blood relation you have, what legal relation you have. I don't care what relationship you have with someone. If they are that upset about you having a boundary, chances are they were the ones benefiting and you were suffering. So one thing you can say in response to that is that I appreciate that you feel this way. I can, I can see that you're upset at your, your feelings are yours to have. Absolutely. I do want to explain, though, that this boundary is a priority for my health, my safety, and my happiness. And while I can see you're having a hard time, I'd be happy to give you the time to deal with that. But this is my boundary. And I won't be I won't be changing that. It's important for my my personal health, safety and happiness. Those are the three words that I use to make people understand the importance of this boundary. And safety is a big one. People think that safety is just physical safety. No, if you are if you feel emotionally unsafe with someone, that is dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for your mental and emotional health. It's dangerous for your happiness. It's dangerous for your existence. Set a boundary around it. And again, 
Let them be upset. It's fine. I'm going to say it again. The people that are angry about you setting boundaries are usually the ones benefiting from the lack of them. I know this is kind of a tough subject for people to approach if if you were anything like me and were taught to give, 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 never give up. Family is family. You don't turn your back. I don't care what they've done to you. It doesn't matter. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I'm not going to apologize for it either because I'm here to say that sometimes the people hurting you most are the ones closest to you. And if you've never been taught to evaluate that or to even just listen to your intuition and those gut feelings when it says something is wrong, I, I'm sorry for you. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm sorry that you have gone through that. I'm sorry that you have had to feel those things. I'm sorry that you have been made to think that you weren't allowed to stand up for yourself or you weren't allowed to get out of it or whatever it is. I'm telling you that I'm sorry that you have had to feel that way. I hear you. I see you. Your feelings are absolutely valid. I'm also sitting here telling you, you are completely validated in choosing to change it. You have every right, no matter what, to draw a boundary when it is necessary for your personal health, safety, and happiness. So I hope I hope that you hear this and I hope that you take it to heart because I really am incredibly passionate about this because it is the one, not the, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've gone through in my, my journey towards authenticity that have had such an impact, but this is the first one that was like mind-boggling, eye-opening, mentally and emotionally freeing for me to do. And again, I mean, there are so many books on boundaries, so many things you can read. I encourage you to do your research. I encourage you to, you know, if you hear this and you're like, man, I, uh, that really resonated with me. You know, if you have that weird gut feeling or if you're like, oh man, I feel like she's speaking to me. Please, please do a little bit of research. Go, go find a book, find a blog, find someone you connect with. Um, there's another book that I haven't read yet, but it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace. I'm working on getting towards that one. But I really just encourage you to do some internal work. And again, if if you, you know, if this connects with you and you're feeling some type of way, go on my website and send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Um, it's a really, it can be a really hard, scary road, but I'm here to tell you that the people that really love you and support you and are there for you are going to have respect for your boundaries. They're going to, they're going to feel proud for you that you're doing what you need to do for yourself. They're going to love you no matter what, like those people that matter are going to get it. And sometimes you have to explain it a little for them to get it. But the ones that really, you know, the ones that support you and, and, and love you and want to see your happiness and your joy and your success, they're going to get it. They're going to understand. They're going to rally behind you and they're going to, they're going to show up in the ways that they need to show up in your life. And it's also really crazy to see how many people show up in the ways that you really need them to when you set a boundary around what you're going for. If you're like, listen, for the next three years, I am career oriented. Those are the people that are going to, you know, door dash a bottle of wine to your house because they know you don't have the time to go out and they want to, you know, give you a night of relaxation, but they know you can't make it out because you're hustling on your career goals. Those are the people that send a quick text that say, I don't need a response. I'm proud of you. Keep going. 
When you set a boundary, the right people will respond in the right way. And the people that are having a hard time, there's a reason there's a boundary. So I I hope this resonated with you guys. Um, I'm really excited for next week. Part two is literally going to be a step-by-step guide on how to set a boundary and how to do it assertively without being a jerk about it, I guess you could say. Like there's it's we're setting up boundaries, not barricades. That's actually a part of this book. And um I really, really am passionate about this this topic and this subject because it can truly impact you living your life authentically for who you are and who you want to be. So again, thank you. Obviously, if you love this episode, screenshot it, share it on social. You can now join our email list on our website, owningyourauthenticity.com. And of course, if you share anything, tag us at owningyourauthenticity.com on Facebook or at owningyourauthenticity on Facebook and Instagram. And I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday.